opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this talk show or other talk shows broadcasting on KUCI, log on to our website at KUCI.org or check out the latest program guide. Good morning, you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, California, streaming online at KUCI.org and podcasting on iTunes. Welcome to Fighting for Love. This show will help you turn conflict into collaboration in all your relationships. I'm Lloyd, the show's engineer, and your host is Murray Frank, an attorney mediator since 1985. She's a mediator for the Orange County Superior Court Civil Mediation Panel. Murray's a professor of negotiations and conflict management and has been a certified student State Bar Trainer for over 25 years. To learn more about the show and our great guests, please visit ConflictHealing.com. Mari, what's your show about this morning? Well, my show today is about collaborative law. And I'm really thrilled to have you uh, and my audience here, Stu Webb, who is also the author of this wonderful book called The Collaborative Way to Divorce, The Revolutionary Method That Results in Less Stress, Lower Costs, and Happier Kids Without Going to Court. And I am thrilled to tell you a little bit about Stu. I, he doesn't remember, but I actually took a program that he presented seven, oh, seven or eight years ago in Chicago when he was talking about collaborative law, and I'm, I'm thrilled because I've had the opportunity to practice what he preaches and what he's done for himself for many years. So let me tell you a little bit about Stu. Stu Webb retired in 2014, but he had a private practice of law beginning back in 1964. And since 1990, he practiced collaborative family law exclusively. And he is the founder of the collaborative law concept. Stu served in the U.S. Navy for three years during the Korean War. And as a registered pharmacist, he went to the University of Wisconsin, which I have to laugh because I graduated from the University of Wisconsin in Madison myself. Hey, a badger. Another badger, right. He owned and operated a small drugstore in Rolf, Iowa for five years before going back to law school, where he then was editor-in-chief of the Iowa Law Review, and he graduated number one in his class. He and his wife, Martha, have been married for 34 years, and he has three grown children, and he knows what he's talking about, and he's authored and published the booklet, The Serenity Space, which he co-authored with Ron Ouski, the recent book also that I just told you about, The Collaborative Way to Divorce. And he has led seminars around the country and in Canada, Australia, and Europe, of which I took one. And he is a practicing Buddhist. And he also is, um, he loves jazz and reading, and he loves playing the saxophone. You can find out more about the book at collaborativedivorceoptions.com. And he also has a Facebook page, Stu Webb, that's S-T-U-W-E-B-B. And you can find out more about him at our website at conflicthealing.com where you'll see his picture, his bio, and the JPEG of his book, which is available on Amazon. So we're just thrilled, Stu, that you're joining us. It took me a long time to 
get you to come on, and I'm just thrilled because I have so enjoyed your book as well. Well, Mary, it's sure great to hear from you, and I appreciate what you're doing and getting the word out, uh, all the good things that are going on in, uh, in the practice these days and looking at new ways of doing things. Right. And I think it's wonderful that you're doing what you're doing. I appreciate it. Thank and, you for offering me the chance to talk with you. Yes, and as a fellow badger cheesehead, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, you did a great job of laying out my life, so... Uh, <laughs> What do you want to talk about besides that? Okay, well, you know, I think people, you know, we have people listening who are at the university who maybe haven't been married, and then, of course, we've got professors, and then, of course, we've got all these business people driving by, and then people who subscribe to our podcast. So, people need to know that in the first marriage, one out of two marriages end in divorce, that's 50%. And it's my understanding that that's 70% of divorce in second marriages, and who knows what in third or fourth. <laughs> yeah, isn't that something? Yeah. So it's really important that people understand that they have choices about divorce, and I think, oh, they, you know, absolutely. they don't understand that. They, they don't understand the difference between, right. you know, fighting lawyers in litigation, uh, mediation, and collaborative law. So, Mari, let me tell you, let me kind of let me tell you how it got started because it might help you look that way. You know, I was a litigating lawyer for 20 years, and uh, so I know that side of it, and that's the side that people just kind of just automatically sometimes jump into. And so the program you present and the things that I do are ways to let people know that there are other ways to do this where they don't have to get involved with fighting with each other in the court. We've seen what's going on in, in all our politics and those kind of things, black and white fighting, 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 and uh, your idea of getting some way to get through a conflict is so wonderful. So after I did litigation for 20 years, I was burned out, and that's what happens with litigating lawyers. Right. We're in so much having to perform and fight for the people supposedly, and we get all get carried away uh, with the, all the negativity. So I was getting burned out, and I was ready to quit the practice of law. And I thought, well, finally, I said, I started taking some courses over to you, and uh, I tried to become a psychologist. And then I said, well, you know, if I'm willing to quit the practice of law, maybe there's some way to do it differently. And I started exploring different ways to do that, and finally came up with the idea of what is now called collaborative law. And what that means is that the lawyer for the clients agrees to work for them for settlement, but they will not go to court, and the parties can't agree to settle the matter. All the, all the lawyers and other representatives of supportive people withdraw from the case. So we're only settlement lawyers. So it's like mediation, but it's like represented mediation. So we have, each party has a collaborative lawyer, so they, they communicate with each other, they trust each other, uh, and they work for settlement with the parties. They don't do it like we do in litigation. We just we help the parties reach an agreement. So we sit around the table and uh, get to know each other and get all the facts on the table. It's full disclosure, and uh, we work for settlement. 
It's wonderful. It is wonderful. And I think that the key issue is that both attorneys have to agree in their retainer agreement that if the parties fall out of settlement, that neither attorney will represent them in court. So that's that, absolutely right. And that's a real important issue because if they could represent them in court and they've got a lot of money, it might be an incentive for them not to settle so that they could you know, continue the case. So I think that's a huge issue in the retainer agreement is that oh, everybody absolutely. agrees, right? Absolutely. And you know, I started, uh, so on January 1 of 1990, I declared myself a collaborative lawyer. Now, there weren't any other ones. Right, right. Uh, so I had to invite, I invited about uh, four or five other lawyers locally here in Minneapolis to um, work, work to play that game, and we developed that way of doing it. The word spread, and what's wonderful is there's about 35,000 collaborative lawyers or collaborative practitioners in the world in about 158 countries. So what happened is people who were doing litigation were like me. They said, gee, is there another way to do this where I don't have to be out there fighting and trying to perform? I can just help the client work on things. And, Mara, you know that from your mediation practice. You can sit there with the folks and, and help them arrive at a reasonable settlement. Right, right. And I think collaborative law and mediation are so much better than a courtroom battle. And there's lots of really important reasons why it's better. And, you know, we can talk about that because I think people who are listening to this, one out of two of them are going to get a divorce. (laughs) So we might as well tell them, you know, kind of the difference. You know, litigation, they're in court, you have, you know, your depositions and you have your discovery and all of your public information is all of your private information is gets out there in the public as opposed to when you're mediating or you're in a collaborative law you can keep a lot of your private information private right that's right there's a lot of a lot happens is that parties get to being able to solve things for themselves with the help of the mediator and the collaborative lawyers. In addition to the lawyers with collaboration, we have developed the program of adding additional professionals. We use a neutral financial person, and if, if the parties want to do that, and I think it's wonderful because it gathers all the information uh, separately and get and presents all the facts. We have child specialists that we use so that when they're children. And what happens often is that the parties then begin to communicate again, and very likely, very often, and I think you'll find that too, Mary, very often the parties have a better relationship when they get done where they're still able to work through problem solving and work, work out things uh, and work out their conflict without having to go to court again. Right, and I think one of the good things about that is they start to understand what is really going on, and they can do some healing of the conflict. Obviously, the fact that they're in a divorce means that they're not happy anymore, and it could be anything from just not being happy, We, you know, we grew apart, to really feeling that there's a, a big problem because husband or wife has a new significant other. So, <laughs> so it could be really crazy, or it could be just, you know, we want to end this relationship. So it's well, very they be- healthy. They begin to see, too, Molly, that it's their lives, and 
there there are ways that then they have to just settle down and figure out. They pretty well know what's fair, and when they get off of their conflict enough to be able to see uh, that there's ways to do this. And my own approach is to get as high as as high as consciousness as possible with the with the professionals, which will then help the clients rise up to a higher level. And the higher consciousness you have, the more you're able to see these things from a higher level. It's kind of like the difference between, remember the old maze things you, you hear about with hedges where you get into the maze and you can't find your way out? Right. Well, if you're 50 feet up in the air and you're looking down, you can see, oh, you should turn left here. No, we, oh, maybe we'll turn right here over here. And we'll get out of here. So people who see things from a higher consciousness level, they then begin to see the problem from a different level. I remember Einstein said you can't solve the problem on the same level as the problem. You have to rise above that level, and then you say, oh, yeah. Now that means you get rid of the conflict as much as possible, and you're able to get calmed down and be able to see, oh, yeah, I think that that would be a reasonable way to do this. So it's, it's, a, it's just, just the opposite of what happens in litigation. And both Mari and I would like to have you really know that. And uh, I hope you think about it. And those of you who are looking at possibility of litigation, check into mediators and check into collaborative law and see that there are different ways of doing this. Collaborative, collaborative lawyers and mediators are happy to sit down with you and explain the process and without obligation of having to lock yourself into it, you know. Understand it and look at the, there's so much literature involved with it now. So it's, it's just great. Yeah, and you know, I think one of the things that people end up in, in litigation, at least here in Orange County, it gets very contentious. And so the parties themselves are not speaking uh, to each other and they're not speaking you know, to the court, but their attorneys are basically their mouthpiece. And the attorneys often will be very adversarial with each other. And, and that's the problem. It becomes a, a contentious battle. Whereas if you're in collaborative law process or in a mediation process, you're focusing not on the past and who's bad. You're focusing on solutions, Right and in, in litigation, you're focusing on what's right, who's right, who's wrong. and litigation, just, is yeah. like, litigation is like fighting the fire with kerosene. <laughs> I love that, yes. <laughs> exactly. I stopped doing it a long time ago myself. So, <laughs> yeah, it is. And I think for me, as you know, I'm a privacy expert as well. I do expert testimony on privacy issues. And, and I see sometimes when people come to me as a mediator after they've been in litigation, they've already given the court their tax returns, and it's in the mm. public record. And I, I yeah. want to cringe and die. Oh, I know. And they, I know. And they, right. and, you know, they have these uh, declarations, these income and expense declarations that I don't need to file those, but they do file them right. because they're trying to get child support and spousal support, so they file them. Whereas in collaborative law and mediation, you can do that all within the process and and those don't have to be filed. You know what else, what else is? You know, I, I think it's probably true in, 
in a lot of ways with mediation, but in, in collaboration, often in, in Minnesota, particularly where I'm from, um, courts don't even know we're having a, anything going on yet. There's nothing. There's no filing at all until we have the settlement. So the courts don't even know this is going on until they say, "Oh, you got a settlement here. Let me let me also I the, the judge will also I'll just sign up on that." Then you know. Right. So it's like um, it's like um, you're much more private, and you're yes. much more just the, just the two of you with the help of the professionals. Right. Sit around and relax as much as possible, and come up with good solutions. Right. And you know, as it goes on, a little humor comes in. A little, uh, uh, people are more relaxed. Right. They're just sitting around in a in a in an office with a nice, comfortable surroundings and. And uh, good coffee, perhaps, or whatever. And cookies, or, yeah, I, I always have food, whether I have <laughs> coffee and I have, lately, so I don't eat the cookies, I have health, healthy snacks. <laughs> <laughs> but you get a kick out of this, being a Buddhist, I'm sure you'll get a kick out of this. I have, when clients first come in, I have an Asian bell right in the middle. Oh, that's nice. And I tell them that if things get out, you know, if anyone starts to accuse or raise their voice, or it gets a little bit heated. <laughs> I ring the bell, and then that's great. And you know, when, we do it too. You know, <laughs> when when they're children, we say, you know, will you bring pictures of the kids along so we can have them right there in front of the in the middle right. of the table? You know, right, right. Sort of a reminder to them that uh, it's just not them that are involved here. It's their children, and it's the rest of their lives. And so it begins to give them a different perspective. If they don't get so caught up. And the me, 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 and I'm going to get you, you, you. Right, right, exactly. And, you know, I think it's it's really, um, you know, it like you said, it fuels the fire when you're in litigation because you're arguing and you're if you're an attorney for them, you have to be a fervent advocate. Whereas in collaborative law, you're really trying to keep your client on an even keel when your client gets upset you can say come on let's go outside for a few minutes and talk and come back in and get them calm so that yeah, everybody's that on too. you know and that's that's yeah. healthy as well so yeah. let's talk about the success rate of collaborative law what yeah, can you tell idea. us well, we, we find that we settle about 90 percent of our cases just around the table and when we get if we get to the point where where parties just say we are not able to settle it because we just have too much anger about it or whatever, then we meet with them and say, well, how do you, you can't, we're, we're, we're going to have to withdraw, so you're going to have to find another way to do this, to settle it. You can go to court and discuss different ways to try to settle. Maybe at that point, we might say to, a, to them, uh, maybe you should try a mediator then who has a different person to approach it. Just like a mediator might say, well, if we can't settle it, maybe you should try collaborative law. Or you so can do both at the same time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> you can, th that's the beauty of, of alternative dispute resolution. You can say, okay, I, I mean, I've had people who were pretty collaborative, but their clients weren't. And so <laughs> I, they've come to me as a mediator, so we've got the five of us sitting around the table. You know? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and, and then I'm, I'm the one who gets everybody back on an even keel with my Asian bell and my food and... 
And, we know. You know. And we have, I didn't mention, but we also have additional parties we have when there's a lot of conflict. We can add a mental health professional to the team. Right. So sometimes we have a five-way team uh, when, when the parties are, when it's really a tough case. Uh, and uh, then they have all these other experts that are there to help them do this. So it's just, uh, it's just ways that the, we can help you make your decisions. We're not going to make the decisions for you, and you not have to go to a judge and say, "Have judge, will you please make this decision for me? What judge can possibly make a decision that is fair and knowledgeable that the two of you can't do because you know your lives, you know your situation? Exactly. Uh, ask a judge to do it is is uh, well, it's practically insane. <laughs> and, and you're <laughs> delegating all of your personal power to someone who doesn't know you and only sees you when you're, you know, for a very short period of time. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, it makes no sense. You're you're much more empowered because, like, you know, when you're in collaborative law and mediation, the clients get to talk, and they're not, you know, held to, right. you know, like just answer the question yes or no. You know, they can it's say. Hey, you know, I'm feeling really bad. I'm really scared. Yeah. I'm scared that I'm not going to have enough money. I'm scared not to be able to see my kids as much as I want. You know, those are the kinds of things that they can talk about that they would not exactly. be able to. They would, exactly. Yeah. You know, you and I were preaching to the choir, aren't we? We are, but they need to hear this. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about your book, What's In It, because I think this is a, a great book for people who are contemplating divorce, for them to to kind of have a new understanding of their options. I did want to say one thing before I say that. Um, they might get scared, and I know this happens sometimes, if you have all of those um, experts around the table, it gets very expensive. So what what I do as a mediator and I, I do as a collaborator is just say, like, we pull those experts in only as needed. For example, if we have to value a business we pull in the forensic accountant to find out what we need, and then he or she comes back with the report. But they don't need to be there every time that you meet. That's right. But let's face it, you know, no matter whether we use some of these other experts or not, compared to collaboration and mediation compared to litigation. Oh, yeah. uh, real strong litigation, the costs are just go out of control. Absolutely. Absolutely. And also, you know, it's so much more stressful. Figure that the costs are not just the costs that you pay your attorneys and the court costs and whoever else, the ex the battle of the experts, if you have to have two forensic accountants or you have to have two custody evaluators, I mean, it dissipates all the community property. <laughs> Yeah, the other thing, you know, is that we, we didn't really speak it directly, but often in litigation, the lawyers take over yes. and say that the clients don't really have much of a say anymore because they, they are talking to their lawyers, but the lawyers are doing all the talking. And often lawyers will say, I don't want you to say anything, you know, right. I'm, I'm handling this. And here we are in these, around mediation or collaboration. We're sitting around and talking about it. And the person who's fearful can say, I'm really scared, you know. Yeah. And, we can, and we can get that. We can understand that. 
and, and talk about it, you know? And I remember and, and, when I, I went through um, a litigated divorce myself at that time many years ago, yeah. my ex at the time, my ex-to-be at the time didn't want to mediate. I wanted to mediate because I, I knew. And, um, and so it was really horrible because I was not happy with my attorney, and I would be sending him notes, and he would just disregard them. Yeah. You know, he'd well, say, let me do the talking. And i say, okay, so I would send him a note or... You know, then you, you send stuff and they forget about it. And he was going through his own divorce, so it was he wasn't oh, really yeah. all there. Oh, yeah. So well, that doesn't happen in, in collaborative law. No, and it takes two to tangle. You know, you have to get agreement between the two parties that they are willing to explore some alternate ways of doing it. And sometimes if one person suggests it, the other says, oh, maybe I shouldn't do that if the other, people wants it, other one wants to do it. It must not be bright for me. And that's just not true, you know, but it's, it's like you, you, you both need to explore these alternatives. So they say, yeah, it makes sense. We can save money, we can save time, and we can make the decisions ourselves right. with the help of the professionals. And also, if you are parents, if you're hateful from litigation, it's going to be very hard to co-parent. And, of course, it's going to be terrible for the kids because they're going to feel that energy. That's right, my I agree. The other thing that so just I just mention my book for a minute. A book I wrote with my friend Ron Owski, The Collaborative Way to Divorce, is was one of the few collaborative books that is directed particularly to the clients. We spent the hardest the hardest thing to do in writing this book was try to not do use all the legalese, you know, right. and try to get it down to the place where the parties could understand it. So it's a, a good book to get educated on, and this is available through Amazon.com. Amazon yeah, yeah, and I, I love it. Like, I, I have right in front of me some of the chapters that I can mention that really will help people. You have the basic uh, comparing collaborative uh, to the traditional litigated divorce. Then you've got divorce alternatives, you know, what process is right for you. So you're speaking directly to the person who's contemplating divorce. That's what I like about it. And then it right. says, you know, getting your spouse to agree. You know, that's that's the hard part sometimes is that one party says, yeah, I want to do collaboration or I want to do mediation. Yep. And the other party doesn't always want to do it. They're, they're thinking, no, I'm going to get screwed if I don't have my knight in shining armor to, <laughs> you know, right. to, to go there and fight the other, for me, you know. The other thing, you know, a lot of people that uh, are thinking that way think, that they need good, tough, hard, nasty lawyers to fight for them. When it's just the opposite, kind of research shows that the, with our calming mediators and, and collaborative yeah. lawyers yeah. who will trust each other, the outcomes are much better and not so one-sided. Right. And I love what you said the word trust because I think in litigation, no one trusts anybody. You cannot That's trust right. your spouse. But in, right. in mediation and in collaborative law, you have a different mindset. You're focusing on settlement. You're focusing on solutions. You're focusing on getting a fair resolution. So after a time when you start to see, well, gee, I'm being heard and my spouse is being heard, and we're working this out, you start to trust not only the process but you and your attorneys, but you start to really trust your ex that, hey, you know, we're going to make it through this. That's right. And, and I think one of the words that comes, comes across to me 
with both collaborative and mediation is there's a, a level of respect. We're yes. approaching it from a standpoint looking at respect. And so even though we don't, we're, we're conflicting on one level, we have to look and see that we have a level here uh, of a, on a context in which we can trust and express what's going on because all it's full disclosure. Yeah, yes. Everything has to be on the table. Right. We, and litigation, there's fighting and hiding things sometimes, right. and none of that goes on. We, we, don't, we, we have to withdraw if that kind of thing goes on. So, sorry, we can't, we can't do this if, it's, if, it, if everything's not on the table. Right, so that's a perfect way to end because, believe it or not, we have just gone a whole half hour. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> So thank you, Stu. It was really fun to um, to talk to you and and to be with you again, even though you didn't remember the time <laughs> I was with you seven or eight years ago. But um, we will just make sure that people know to, that they can read The Collaborative Way to Divorce, The Revolutionary Method That Results in Less Stress, Lower Costs, and Happier Kids Without Going to Court. And they can go to stuweb.com, and they can also go... To a collaborative. I'm on Facebook too. I, I'm, okay. I'm big on Facebook, so you can check me out. All right. Well, thank you so much, and we will keep in touch, okay, Stu? Hi, you're wonderful what you're doing. Thank you. You too. Thank you so much, and we will talk to you again soon. Bye bye. Okay. Bye bye. You've been listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine and KUCI.org on the net. I'm Mari Frank. Join us every Monday morning at 8 30 and visit our website at conflicthealing.com. Thanks. The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. You gotta fight both night and day. Doesn't matter what some people may say. Don't be the lion's cry, be the lion's roar. Cause love is worth fighting for, I know, yeah. Love is worth fighting for. Love is worth fighting for.